Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Engage. Engage. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a skeleton crew of Dork Trek. We're on the shuttlecraft. That's right. We're on a shuttlecraft. It's just, right now, it's just Lieutenant Commander Bob France. And Lieutenant Commander Dennis Black and Asian. That's it. Uh, Manny's <laughs> got his space kid today, and uh, Ben and Jenny are running real space late. Yeah. And I got space shit I got to do today, so <laughs> we ain't got time to space dilly-dally around. And people are space waiting for this episode to come out. Yeah, I know. We're already behind. I mean, because it's actually Saturday, so you're going to hear this probably in a couple hours. So the episode we watched this week was... Uh, it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. Dennis yeah. and I watched it together, and it was interesting. Yeah. The episode is called The Bonding. Now, is that about glue? I don't know what it's about. I, huh. I, we just watched it, and I still don't yeah, know what I'm the not, bonding ceremony is. not exactly is. sure what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> it seems rather unnecessary, but hey, it takes a village to raise a dead family's child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's get on with the uh, the program here, Dennis. Okay. Well, starts with a uh, wharf is on an away team, mm-hmm. and they're doing an archeolo- archaeological survey. Which is strange that you would yeah. send wharf on an <laughs> yeah. archaeological dig on a planet that that no one else is on. Yeah. Like I could understand like if it was maybe in like a hot zone, yeah. you would want to send wharf because he's like your security chief. Right. But because they knew this planet was. Uh, Occupied by this race of people who basically wiped themselves out of existence mm-hmm. by war yes. a long time ago. So there's nobody left there. Yeah, nobody. So why, think, why send the security guy? You think Picard would want to go because he has such a boner for yeah, exactly. archaeology. You think this would be right up his alley. Yeah. But Worf is there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I automatically smell trouble. <laughs> it's like there's no reason for this dude to be there. There may be battle. <laughs> there may be ghost battles. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to fight a tree or a rock, perhaps. <laughs> we will die in honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sure enough... Troy senses something's wrong. And, uh, How, uh... Let me ask you this. I know you don't know. Yeah. But, okay. I know in, I don't know either, because I know is, what you're going to ask. They're in standard orbit, right? Yes, whatever that is. Whatever that is. However high that is above a planet. And the way, away team is on the planet. So, right. you're, I mean, they have to be a couple... 100,000 feet above the planet, maybe 1,000 feet above the planet. Yeah, they're probably like uh, several several miles above the planet. Yeah, we'll say, we'll see, yeah, we'll say, we'll say like, t- how far is her sensing ability? I don't know. Like, it, and how finely tuned is it? Like, because there's all these people on the ship. Can she just, she's just able to block them out? Yeah. And sense whenever something goes wrong? It's like a spider sense? She, yeah, because she senses it, but I mean, even Peter Parker has a range. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like she, he knows when bad things are about to happen to him. Yeah. But she senses it. And then all of a sudden you hear, oh no, blah, 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 blah. So it's, yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't understand how, how her powers, and I did the air quotes thing, I don't understand how they work necessarily. Yeah, because this makes it seem like she has ESP because she senses it before it even happens, yeah, really. which is weird. Yeah, but it, it, she's only supposed to sense emotion. Yeah, not events, but yeah. I guess maybe yeah. It was it's just a weird thing. Like the way they explain it is just really awkward. Like it is. Like she has ESP. Yeah, I think this whole episode, she really lobbied the writers to hey, 
let's really play up my uh, my sensory powers in this episode because well, I mean, it she, comes she, back so many times. She was wearing some uh, sweet shirt. Yeah. Her, her space breasts were all hanging out. She, yeah, she must have been working out or something before this episode because. Like, she was just squeezing them together. Yeah, I don't know. Like, extra tight. Well, her breasts were immaculate. She had a nice <laughs> shape. Her hips were all hanging out there. <laughs> yeah, this is. I think this is one of the first episodes being the bonding where you actually look at Crusher, and I mean not Crusher, but um, yeah, Troy, Troy, and you realize like, damn, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that I'll that, bond with that. Yeah, that <laughs> feeling. Progress like it actually grows and gets bigger throughout the the series. Yeah, this is the first time. I'm like, damn, she looks she looks sexy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So maybe she was working out. Yeah, she's always been good looking before, but she looks pretty that sexy. Body. <laughs> that thing just ain't for show, Jack. That no. thing can go. That's right. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yep. So uh, Worf calls up for an emergency beam out. Serious injuries. Seriously, <laughs> you need to come get us. There's some dead white woman here. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. So uh, there's one crewman that is dead on arrival. Oh, that's a bummer. Yes. It's always sad when someone's DOA. Yep. <laughs> hey, crew. Oh, look who just beamed aboard. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're DOA. Yep. And it's uh, Lieutenant Mala Asta. And I will She's say, dead. And, and to Crusher's credit... She didn't even try. <laughs> yeah. She just walked over there and was like, oh, knew, oh, yeah, she's she, dead. She, if she brought her back to life, she would only kill her again <laughs> later. So, <laughs> No, she's dead. Yeah. The doctor, she's clearly breathing. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, her, that's her expressing her last it, gas. It's like the uh, Monty Python. <laughs> yes. no, no, Bring no. out your dead. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> no, no, she's dead. She, no, she's clearly dead. She'll <laughs> be stone dead in a moment. She's, no, she'll be dead. She's almost dead. So look at her. <laughs> Look at her face. She's got that weird mark on her face. <laughs> yeah. That's that's clearly the sign of a dead person. The brown stain <laughs> on her face. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. Not dead. No, she's dead, really. I swear. She's dead. Yep. So what's the first thing Picard does? He needs to lay some blame. <laughs> Mr. Wolf, what the hell happened down there? <laughs> and we'd like to join uh, joining us here on the on board the, the boner. Lieutenant is Commander Jenny Zell. Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. Zell, let me get a test from you. Go ahead. And Lieutenant Commander Ben McCormick reporting for duty. Explains that uh, it was uh, an IED, basically. Just blew up and killed her. They didn't know what was happening. She was three meters behind me. That's it's, Which is really far. Yeah. Like, 18 feet, it's kind of far. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's there for security purposes, I don't even think he's doing that well. No. That she was point. wearing a science uniform, so she had no shit about looking for explosives <laughs> and stuff like that. Worf is, well, you'll know. You'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll know when you find one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we scanned. It's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know it was three meters? That's a pretty specific measurement. Like, uh, she was, a, you know, a few few meters behind me, well, I would It's say. like if you said somebody was, you know, well, he was only 15 feet from me. Yeah. I mean, you would say something like that. Or he's, uh, he was like 10 feet away from me and he just died. Yeah, but, you know, you always say it in, like, multiples of five. Well, yeah, but this is To metric. say three meters is, like, weird. Meters is weird, though. Meters are weird. I look at it, it's kind of like, Dennis, you're an NBA fan. When yeah. they say, oh, that's an 18-foot why, jump well, shot. Why do you think I'm an NBA fan? Because you're a Lakers <laughs> fan, because I know you. You're, you're a really big Lakers fan. Yes. So it's got nothing to do with you being Asian. But um, when he says, oh, you know, oh, that's an 18-foot jump shot, like, you don't know that. You're just, yeah. you're, you're speculating at best. Yeah. You're just making shit up. So. Well, don't they have little well, lines on the it. court? 
that kind of indicate oh, they you could eyeball it like how close throw. they are to three point line and yeah. where the free throw yeah but if you're at is. the if but I always thought the baseline would be the hardest place to measure from yeah it's it's a little difficult yeah but I mean because even the three point line is not a perfect semicircle yeah it's like twenty three three it's yeah up, yeah, so. yeah but like at the baseline it's a little bit closer yeah because they have to kind of square it off at the end but yeah. So, but yeah, so they're 18 meters, or 13 meters, or 3, three meters, three meters, 18 feet. Yeah. <laughs> the big thing I got from this scene, just to bring up the uh, technologist in me. Um, the technologist? Is that an actual <laughs> term? She was archaeologist. Ah, right? Yes. And she was wearing I suppose. a... Well, that, yeah. That would be was. appropriate on the archaeological survey. She and, was and the archaeologist. <laughs> and she was wearing a blue sciences uniform. Yes. But on the original series, the ship's archaeologist wore a red uh, operations uniform. That's right, because you see her in the con episode. Right, Marla MacGyver's. Yes. And so it would just make sense then, you know, if, if they had updated as they did everything else on the show, that she would have been wearing a gold uniform like the engineers or the security guys. Wait a second. So it's operations. On the original series, the archaeologist's first name was Marla? Yeah. And Marla MacGyver's that was, name was Marla too, was it? Or was, wasn't it Marla MacGyver's? I can't. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm remember. just gonna take your word for it. I just from I just know that because she's in the Con episode. Right. I know it was MacGyver. Space or MacGyver's. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> as I like to call it, the Con episode. Take my space seed. Which is probably you know that might be the best episode of the original series. I think so. I think yeah. I mean, a lot of people say like City on the Edge of Forever. Yeah. Yeah. It. I'm. I checked the uh, Memory Alpha, and it was Marla MacGyver's. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. So I guess that's what they use at Starfleet Academy to determine if you're going to be an archaeologist. <laughs> right. oh, your name's Marla or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, we see about your uh, application to the Academy that your first name is Marla. Yeah, um, yeah you'll be an archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really good at science. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Sorry. Maybe they demoted because you said they were command. In the, in the original series. Oh, no, they were operations. operations. They were operations. Which was the red uniforms. Yeah, and, okay, and so, yeah, yeah, okay. So maybe, I was going to say maybe they got... Uh, uh, marginalized. Marginalized so, because of... Well, the yeah, they're sciences now. The science people don't do shit. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. maybe like they Spock got Spock probably had the most distinguished career of any science officer. Right, and that's only because he was he dual-hatted as yeah. executive officer on the original Enterprise. And Kirk's lover. Mm. To Hyla. Speculating. It, they weren't like lovers. It. That was actually denied emphatically by both of them. Well, yeah. by Kirk. And then uh, <laughs> Spock just said it would be illogical to comment. I don't know. Chekhov <laughs> had that tell-all book. <laughs> I'm just going by the uh, forward from uh, the Star Trek motion picture novelization. Yeah. Where Kirk actually wrote the forward of the book. And said that there had been speculation over uh, really? the years. Yeah, you see the thing right I, am being, I can never tell I'm if you're really serious or not. I will, I will go home and scan that in for you, or find some way to OCD it into the uh, Computron. Right, you could just bring it next time. Obsessive compulsive. <laughs> well, no, I can put it up on the uh, oh, okay. on the, uh, on the website. I think website, so people can Yeah, yeah. You mean OCR because you said OCD <laughs> three times. Yeah. <laughs> OCD, OCD. Does that make OCD. us a little OCD about whether or not he was correct? Yeah. No, I just heard that. I was like, why would he OCD? What, what does obsessive compulsive disorder have to do with this? OCR, yes. Yeah. I just thought it was a strange term. But yes, so dead. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. And Troy says that uh, she had a son, and he's aboard the ship. 
In this kid, and his dad's dead too. <laughs> if it was for Jeez. if it was for wouldn't for bad luck, this kid would have no luck at all. Yeah, because <laughs> now his dad, now his, oh, both of his parents are dead. Yeah, and you were responsible for both missions, sir. What? Huh? <laughs> so is he going to turn out to be like Space Batman or something? Maybe that my parents cool. are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, this kid is clearly, I mean, because they finally introduce us to him, and he's clearly detached from reality as a whole. Yeah. He's just kind of fucked up. And uh, Dennis and I were spe- talking about it. He looks like he's in Space Jersey Shore yeah. because he's, like, kind of orange. Like, he looks yeah. orange. Yeah. And the, the slick down hair was yeah. 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 always bugged yeah. me. Like, I think he is the precursor to Ronnie. <laughs> he definitely looks like he's going to grow up to be Ronnie. He's future Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be five foot two, 225 pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> and orange. And a dancing machine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> now, he was in a lot of shows. Really? Uh, well, back in the day, like little bit parts. Because he's a terrible actor. Because I, I yeah. looked it up. Well, I mean, it was just like, you know, the, the kid of the week or whatever that mm-hmm. comes in. He, he was on a couple of series, but oh, there was something... Uh, RoboCop 2, that was the one. He was in RoboCop 2? He was in RoboCop 2. <laughs> Bullshit, really? He's a terrible actor. Yeah, he sucks. Like, he's just awful. Like, like no yeah. offense if he's listening, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But it's just really just, I mean, or maybe it was just the script, and it's weird because this is the first script written by Ronald Moore. Yeah. And everybody right. always jocks that guy about being such a great writer, but I mean, it's I guess it's kind of the things where if you go back and you read your first script and you read your last one, you're like, oh my God, that was terrible. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, the kid's reaction to his parents' death is so wooden and strange. Like, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the 24th century. I so don't care. There's still emotions. Yeah, yeah, well, my best friend uh, back home from school, when this, you know, when Star Trek was still airing and everything, Next Generation, he had a theory that Earth was this horrible, horrible place, and the whole thing of oh, everything's perfect in the 24th century was just propaganda. It was like the old Soviet model. Oh, I know it is. Dennis <laughs> and, and I were so talking about this. The only time this. that you know you had a good life was if you joined Starfleet. That's the only place that they had replicators. That's the only place yeah. they had all the cool toys and stuff. Everybody else was just impoverished and, and like this horrible, tyrannical society. Well, I mean, if you, you know, foreshadowing a little bit, when you when you see Picard going back to his, his home, his the winery, yeah. I mean, they live like it's the 18th century. His yeah. nephew and his brother died horribly in a fire. <laughs> and there were no firefighters or any kind of fire suppression system and, to and stop think, it. And think about it like this. Dennis and I were talking about this. Okay. Worf. Orphaned. Right. Yes. Data. Technically orphaned. orphaned. Entire planet killed and destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Wesley. Absent mother. Dead father. Right. Might as well Riker. be an orphan. Riker. <laughs> well, we were talking about the same thing. Yeah, because... Dead mother. Everybody absent has father. issues. Yeah. 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 You know, Troy. Dead, dead father. father. Mother's a whore. <laughs> so, I mean, so, but I mean, like, it's just one of those weird things where it's like everyone on, like... 24th century Earth comes from like some crazy broken home. Yeah. Look, whoever's look, at personnel and Starfleet really did a fuck job on the <laughs> Enterprise. They're like, oh man, this is gonna be great. Just and, put all, all these orphans together. Yeah. Put all and the headcases on one ship. Yeah. And then look at Yar. She was on a planet that she, f- with rape gangs. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, and like Jordy is the only one. We were talking about it. Did they ever reveal Jordy's background? Because I imagine we he's probably meet his abandoned. mother and father. Oh really? Yep. Well, we don't meet them there. Uh, we see them on screen in a couple episodes. Where I he think was, there was really one episode there? where Jordy was missing, 
and they talk to his mom, who's a starship captain via subspace oh, communications yeah, right. or something. Yeah. And so he's the only one that comes. He's got the mom and dad that are still together. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. He's the black guy. Yeah. Hey, maybe it's, maybe <laughs> it's stable it's, family. Maybe it flips. Yeah, it's reverse maybe. racism. Yes. The writers are like, yeah, everybody's got a fucked up family life. Oh, except the black guy. Cause yeah. It might be racist <laughs> if we do that. Yeah. So let's take... Oh, my son's missing. Hold on, baby. I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so just I just thought it was an interesting little kind of tidbit that they're all they're all from broken homes. Yeah. Yep. And now we just got one more. Well, Picard though, I mean, just you don't really know a lot about Picard's I, parents. Yeah, I think his mother's Nima is dead. Yeah, my she, I her ghost showed up. And, yeah, uh, in Farpoint, not Farpoint, uh, the, the Traveler episode. Yeah, yeah. my Mima. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, you know, uh, raised by his grandmother because yeah. the parents were busy. You know, maybe being drug addicts or some shit. Who knows? I'm just saying. You <laughs> right. never know. It happens. Yeah. So the 24th century actually kind of blows. So I'm going to go. Ben, I like your theory. Yeah. That 24th century well, I mean, Earth is in, just uh, a shithole. Fourth season, when we meet Mark Twain, mm-hmm. he uh, pretty much expounds that entire theory, except that Troy's like, oh, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. Everything's it's great. Perfect. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up, old man. They'll hear you. <laughs> what? No, no. Read this pamphlet. <laughs> It'll tell you so all about Earth the education camps or everything. Yeah, you know? totally. I, I thought it was like completely the Soviet model. Yeah. Where there's gulags, there's the whole thing. You That's get how they recruit to you to Starfleet. They're like, if you want to get out of this shithole, join Starfleet. Yeah. Once we every five years, you can go to Ryza. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So. So yeah, so Picard tells the kid that his parents are dead. Yeah, or his, his mother's dead. How hey, does that make you feel? Sorry about that, kid. Yeah, I guess I'm all alone now. <laughs> I could blow up the ship to make you feel better. I mean, nobody's alone. We're all together here, but I, I will never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, and no one else will either. It was a little creepy for me, you know, watching it for this. I didn't really pick it up the first time, but you know, the whole, you know, yeah. no one's ever alone. The, the grasping of the hand. Touch my hand. He's trying, to make, he's trying to make a human connection, but it's just so awkward. Yeah. Well, he's not good with people. Yeah. And, well, he just got done explaining to Troy how he hates the fact that there are children on this ship. He's like, this is why. Because people are going to die. Right. And and the children should be back home on Earth and get yeah. a letter yeah, like exactly. everybody yeah. else used to. And a yeah. space flag. But, I mean, how many? This would be so much easier if I could just record it and send it to him, <laughs> telling him his mom is dead. I'll send it to you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you need to change your mother's status. <laughs> to <Dead>. Deceased. <laughs> Even worse, that just, there's like a Starfleet thing where they can just like break your account and they just go into Facebook yeah. and go, Why am I an orphan now? What the hell? <laughs> ah, <laughs> God dang it. But, but, I mean, Picard makes it sound like he has to do this. Like twice a day. Yeah. Like I hate having to tell kids that their that. parents are dead. Like, how many people die on this ship? Yeah. I mean, they've got to be I running guess. low on eyeglass cases. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess every time sucks. Yeah. We got and also though he was captain on the Stargazer, and they all died. And a lo- yeah, there one was of a those lot died. of death. So you know, he probably went through you know a lot of family visits yeah. with that one. <laughs> he just got them all together in one big room. Were there families on the Stargazer though? Though um, he had to go talk to the families though he afterwards, just sent them a he had to tell subspace v- transmission. He had to tell Vigo. Yeah. It's like everybody back home gets like the little card that I'm says, "I'm sorry, hey. Mrs. Vigo." <laughs> <laughs> everyone, you know, everyone who has a spouse or loved one on the USS Stargazer should report to the auditorium. <laughs> did, he, did he bring everybody's like their bodies, like yeah. he did with Crusher? Oh, like, one he delivered high. the body. <laughs> well, every time <laughs> I heard such a stupid. Why didn't thing. he deliver uh, her body? She was just in sick bay. He could have brought her to the room for uh, Jeremy. 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean the the thing with uh, Wesley though. Again, later we get to see a flashback yeah. where uh, Crusher remembers him bringing Jack home. Right. But when we first get told, you know, oh, he brought, you know, her husband's body home. Yeah. I always had this image in my head, and I knew it was completely wrong. Of Picard literally having Jack like draped <laughs> yeah, over his shoulder, totally knocking yeah. on the door, and is like, "Ooh, something happened." I just picture it like yeah. Crisis, where like you know, Superman's holding, you know, the Flash in his arms, like all dead. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. cover of Crisis on Infinite Earth. I thought yeah. that was Supergirl. It was, was, it, it was Supergirl. Was okay, Supergirl. I, that's, that's the way yeah. I pictured it in my head. Like he just knocks on the it door. It was Flash dressed as Supergirl. Yeah, he just kicks the door. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, here you go. I got. I have a package for you." <laughs> Yes. I am you singing telegram. <laughs> here's, here's your dead husband. We don't have to hide the fact that I'm Wesley's father anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We can finally stop living this lie, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, totally dead. And then, what's the first thing the kid asks? How, sir? Like, how? Does that really matter at this yeah, point? she's dead, yeah. How she died? I killed her. like 12. <laughs> yeah. 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 She was eaten by a bear. <laughs> he could have came up with something cool so the kid would be like, oh, that's an awesome way to die. <laughs> the Klingon killed her. <laughs> she stepped on a mine. <laughs> Sorry. She was really clumsy. Now, was this the mine episode? It was, was, was the mine thing big in 88? Princess died well, trying I guess, to get rid of uh, like mines? Afghanistan was during this time, so like they were laying all the mines there. The Russians were. Yeah, but they we were, were retreating. Really concerned about it, then it yeah. was more of a. They were, we, we were cool well, with we, commies getting. We weren't concerned up. about <laughs> Afghanistan, you know, for a while. Well, so. I mean, other than just pissing off the Russians. Yeah. Now, uh, Rambo, he was very concerned, but. No, I'm saying though, as far else. as the mind <laughs> thing, until Princess Di actually started making a fuss about it, I, I'm pretty sure most Americans Didn't were just care. like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even I, know what landmines were. <laughs> when I saw this, I just thought the landmine. I thought, oh, Princess Di, like you know what I mean? Because yeah. you can look back, and you know your your dates are a little fuzzy in your head. So yeah. it's like, is this the social commentary episode about how mines are bad? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so. you can sometimes you can tell. Yeah, like yeah the Enterprise totally AIDS episode. Yeah, you're like, ah. Yeah. So, I mean, you could be onto something because later when they beam down or they send the away team with Jordy to find out what happened, like all the proximity sensors that were there to set off the mines have been all dug out. Right. So like they sent the, you know, the team to, yeah, to maybe expose all the mines like Princess Die. We gotta dig up all these mines, man. They, they, they forgot one. Yeah. And look Whoops. what and look what happened. Yeah. My yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so after uh, Picard um talks to them, he sends Jordy down on the away team to see what happens and Riker talks to him about how Jeremy feels and how it's just a part of being a Starfleet. You know, you gotta get used to this shit. People are gonna die. Daily. Hourly. Horribly. <laughs> Yeah. And with a lot of pain. Yes. And dirt. Yeah. They're very, she was very dirty. Or so was Worf. Very dirty. But the other two guys didn't look really badly injured. Well, they weren't as close. I guess not. They, were, they were three meters ahead of Worf. So yeah, they were Worf fine. had to look bad. Yeah. I mean, otherwise... He had to you know, sell it. it. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. He took his phaser and kind of shot himself <laughs> a little bit. He rolled around in the dirt. Up, yeah, he picked up dirt and rubbed it <laughs> on his face. Oh. I was just three meters away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got me to see the arm. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping. Do I get a medal? Yeah. <laughs> I might run for president of the Klingon Empire one day. I need a medal. Yeah. <laughs> for my sash. <laughs> Space Purple Heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw it at the White House. Wait. <laughs> Speaking of Worf, though, he's in a dark room. 
With a knife and a candle. Is he going to kill us? <laughs> I don't know, man. Very, it's a very strange scene. It is really strange. Backlighting. Yeah, everything. I was wondering really where he was. I don't know. I heard he was going. It's like his lava lamp was on. That's the only thing lighting yeah. the room. Yeah, he was going to circumcise himself. He <laughs> 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 was, it was the Klingon rite of circumcision yeah. that he has to do. Well, I guess you would want to sterilize the knife, so he puts it on the candle. He did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so he was performing. Oh! He was performing the Klingon act of circumcision. Uh, the the second, talk. The second circumcision. <laughs> Well, you know, Klingons do have redundant systems. Yeah, I guess so, they would. you know, two foreskins. No. <laughs> <laughs> would that be six skins? <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah. It actually squares it. Yeah, that's true. Touche. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where are we? I don't know. Oh, he just preserved circumcision on himself. Yeah. So Riker's in 10 forward. And it was a really weird scene because they just showed it briefly. Like, it was just, you see Worf in a room sitting in front of a candle, like he's telling himself yeah. ghost stories. It's <laughs> like, what is <laughs> What could this be setting up? Because it just seems so weird. It's so out of character. It was just for how people were dealing with death. Yeah. So we go to Riker. How's he dealing with it? Getting tanked. Yeah. And ten forward. And how come? The, and I was. T- I told. That's Dennis how he deals this. with days with you know ending with Y. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was telling. How come none of the drinks are I don't know like a uh, bourbon color or you know what I mean or clear? They're all nobody like, drinks beer anymore. Yeah. Nobody drinks beer. Nobody drinks whiskey. Nobody drinks vodka. It's all space. It's drinks. all space mm-hmm. fruity. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like Scotty, we won't believe they're in the future if the drinks don't look futuristic. Right. And Scotty's the only one that you know. Keeps up with the you know the traditions of having actual scotch yeah. and you know getting liquored up on that, but even he'll fall for the uh, the green stuff. Yeah. So there, so you're saying in the future they're all girl drink drunks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Apple teeny, please. They're all some kind of teeny. Yep. <laughs> oh my Klingon teeny. <laughs> it's very tasty. It's got the blood of warriors in it. <laughs> yeah. It's so delicious. You have to shoot it and go. <laughs> <laughs> We should make, uh, or I'm sure there's a thing online with with Star Trek uh, mixed drinks. Oh, I'm sure there is. If yeah. not, we should have to find that, or somebody that. could link to us or something. Romulan ale and oh, there's like three different recipes I found for Romulan ale, and all of them are horrible. Well, I mean, of course, I mean it's not real. Yeah. Romulans aren't real. <laughs> why would what, they have a good? What are the recipes like? Is it actually like they, you have they to they ferment it and everything? Well, no. I mean, it's like where they take like vodka and, or gin or something, you know, like that, and you're basically going to try to get it. To a, a blue, no. strong drink. Why yeah. not just put blue food coloring in, like a beer or something like that? Yeah. Well, because <laughs> beer's not clear. Well, there's some but if you start lighter colored beers. And you go to, you know, something like that. Yeah. Or just, you know. All right, this weekend, I'm going to make a blue beer. Gin and tonic <laughs> and put food coloring in it. And that would be fine for me. Yeah. Because it's one of my preferred drinks. Yes. But these, it, it just seems like somebody tried to make something that was, like, stupid strong. Yeah. Like a three wise men or whatever the hell that's called. Or yeah, but then like make like two parts Everclear and, you know. Stuff like that, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. Well, people are dumb, so. Yeah, people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Especially ones that step on landmines in space. Yeah. <laughs> Named Marla. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Or at least she didn't marry a guy from the past, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so Data asks uh, Riker, how well did you know Lieutenant Astor? Like I knew her. We had our little. We got our. They got their fuck on. Yeah. Once or twice. <laughs> that's what I got. That's what I gathered from that. Yeah. yeah. But he then hit. he knew he he revealed too much. He's like, oh, I didn't really know her. He that hit well. that. He he hit it. <laughs> yeah. But then it's another. This is another case of data being unnecessarily robotic. Right. 
They need to just stick with a, a data robot kind of persona and go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He clearly understands death. He understands the, the, the workings of it. He's lost a friend. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, uh, why do we ask how well do you know? It's like, well, I mean, because they just do because, you know, it affects yeah, him more. Yeah, he always kind of bounces back between being the robot from Lost in Space to being like C-3PO because, the, you know, Lost in Space robot has no emotions. Mm-hmm. Right. He's just yelling out stuff randomly. Warning, yeah. warning, Will Riker. And C-3PO <laughs> is like, he's he's really emotional. He's like a little bitch. So oh, Data kind of floats between those two extremes. <laughs> yeah, right. It's really weird, man. Yeah. When they want to remind you he's a robot, he becomes lost in space robot. Yeah. Oh, he gets real robot-y, man. Yeah. I mean, just wow. Yeah. So, and he wants to know why people ask how, you know, why is it important how well you knew somebody if they die? Shouldn't it really matter that they're dead? Yeah. That's to be the most important thing, right? No. But Data admits he doesn't miss Aster as much as he misses Yar. Right. So, Jordy uh, reports to Picard, Riker, and Data that he found these proximity sensors and uh, that they were dug up so that you could find them, which is weird because, because everybody died on this planet, so yeah. who dug them up? Mm. Very strange. Maybe it was uh, Marla, and that's why she's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look what I found. Dig them up. Mm. Boom. Warp is like, I told that bitch to stop doing it. <laughs> yep. So, uh it's my computer in the house, that's all. <laughs> the door's not closed all the way. Computer, the door is open. So, Jordy reports, uh, well, actually, Troy senses great anger in Worf. <laughs> she's really sensing She's, she's in this sensing one. a lot of stuff. Because we were talking before you guys got here how when the explosion went off, it's like she had ESP. Yeah. Right. And, like, she's very sensey. Yeah, you know, which is weird. She does it. She never senses. This well, much something stuff. like this. Somebody, you know, there's an explosion. There's you yeah, know, but, but she sensed the explosion before it happened. Well, no, she sensed the explosion before they reported it. Yeah, because there was going to be a good minute where everybody's ears were ringing and they're picking their asses up off the ground. Yeah, it just seemed really just this timing of it was weird. Yeah, maybe Troy set it up. Yeah, to make it look, to make herself look useful. But how did and there was some space. We were also talking backs. about how did she calibrate her sensory. Like she can sense what's happening on the planet down there when there's all well, these she people would sensing focus different things. On like she just puts yeah. everything on the ship in the background and just well, looks for like the really how, intense emotions. What's her distance? Her it, sensing okay, distance. Okay, it's like yeah. Superman with a super hearing, right? He has super hearing, so he would just be flooded with all these sounds and every dead baby on the planet and every person getting raped Whoa, and dude. every robbery. <laughs> Whoa! Like, it would make him crazy. Bring it right? down. Yeah. So he has to learn to to filter a lot of that out. Yeah. And it's like if, you know... And just listen for when Lois is in trouble. Exactly. It's like when you have a kid, and you can tell when your kid's screaming at the park versus when somebody else's kid. I'll take a word for it. Well, no, I mean, that's... I understand what you're saying. I've done that where I'll I'll be in the store, and I'll hear a kid start screaming about something, and my ex-wife and I would just kind of stop, and you'd listen for a second. It's like, yeah, not ours. And then keep going because... No, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, you can focus on certain voices. and So she could do the same thing with her thoughts, where she could focus on... You know, the away team. Hmm. The landing party. Interesting. And there probably is some sort of range. Like, she's not going to detect something going on, you know, the next... In Alderaan. Yeah. yeah. The planets like are big. voices. You know what I mean? Like, planets are really big. Yeah, but they're floating over <laughs> their... Uh, That's still... She's still a yeah, long ways away. Yeah, but she got it. I mean, they're, they're at standard orbit, and who knows how high up that is, and she still senses something. I used to know that. I'm sorry. But it just seems like it's really kind of... 
powerful. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It was just weird. But she's, yeah, she's definitely sensey in this episode. Yeah. I'm sensing something. But this is one instance where she Word? didn't need her uh, her empathy skills because Worf is, like, pacing around looking really pissed. Yeah. It's like, I could sense that he's angry. Yeah. Right. Even through the grading that we were kind of Yeah, it was through. a weird scene. This whole setup was weird. Were they in the computer weird. core? That's or what it looked like, they, where the nanites were. Yeah. That, it looked like that it same set. It looked like set. they were in the uh, the set of Empire Strikes Back where <laughs> Luke and Vader fight. That's what yeah. it looked like to me. But there was no, like, choir singing behind yeah. them. <laughs> And the camera angle they used for this was just stupid. Through the yeah. grading was totally unnecessary. I understand yeah. what they were going for, like the fly on the wall kind of thing. And yeah. It's blah, like blah, the Riker blah. view. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> peeking through the window. <laughs> it was really just a dumb angle. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Worf is pissed because he can't get vengeance for Lieutenant Astor because the people died, you know, thousands of years you ago. You go down there and ago. kick some rocks around. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just took a whiz on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Yeah. I just stepped on this bug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he and he doesn't really want to express his emotions, but she tells him that he needs to he needs to talk it out because that's the only way to deal with it. But he thinks Picard is just kind of. All by himself, because when you're in command, you can't show any weakness. Yeah. But she kind of reveals that Picard talks to her. And he's like, okay, well, I don't want to talk to you about performing. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's just like the biggest busybody on the ship. Yeah. Well, she's got to do something. She just tells everybody that, oh, no, no, you know, everybody talks to me. You can talk to me, sure, just yeah. so she can know all their shit. She's the typical, yeah. uh, but I'm, I also look at her as like she's the typical HR person. Yeah. I mean, that's her job. She's human resources. Okay. You know, so she's the just... a very proactive HR person. Yeah, she's got to be like, well, I mean, I know that things are going tough at work, and, you know, would you want to come into my office and yeah. we can talk about it? Do you need a it? personal day? Yeah, you know, like, that's all she is. She's yeah, I did that once, and I almost got fired. <laughs> so, I don't talk to HR anymore. Well, it depends on what They're you the say, enemy. Ben. I mean, you can't tell me you want to blow up the building. The ball of you burn in hell. I just thought she had great tits, and it was just, you know, apparently that was inappropriate. You have work. wonderful breasts. <laughs> it's very distracting. In this reduced gravity environment Sorry, on this Troy. spaceship, yeah. they look wonderful. But yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, so he tells her about this ceremony that he wants to do. Oh, the bonding. Oh, the, everybody knows. The bonding? Everybody knows all these obscure Klingon rituals that yeah. they do. Well, it's, there's some major rituals that everybody are just clueless about. Yeah. But then this one comes up, and they're like, ah, oh, yes, the bonding. The bonding. Mm, oh, yes, yes, the bonding. The bonding. And I just read about that on Space Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the article of the day. <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. And then the Worf shows up at the kids' quarters, and he's like, hi, I'm Worf. Yeah. I'm here to bond with you. Yeah. I quit watching those lame videos. Quit watching your iPad. <laughs> Talk to me. You know, looking back, that's the one of the wildest things. And yeah. This episode really nailed it for me. Was that the kid was watching videos on an iPad? Yeah. yeah in 1989. Nuts. I mean. And light bulb goes off in Steve Jobs' head. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, he yeah. said in, in uh, a couple of places that he wanted to make Star Trek real. Yeah. Well, he did a pretty good so job. He, he was a Trekkie, and he uh, tried to bring it to us. So. And I heard uh, a weird thing. This has nothing to do with anything, but um, Apple is worth more than Greece. Yes. <laughs> like, wow. Apple's worth $400 billion, and Greece ain't. <laughs> well, Apple has actual, at one point uh, over the summer, they had more money in the bank than America. 
Word. Because wow. they, they had uh, like over $73 billion cash on hand. Wow. Well, I that mean, they you could know, just lay their hands When's the last like, time America made the iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> It ain't happening. Yeah, at least Greece has some really old stuff that they can take. You know, they can like try and take the Parthenon to a pawn shop and get some like, or something. Do like antiques yeah. roadshow or something. I'd watch that on Extreme Pawn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the Pawn Stars. Yeah. Hello, I'm the president of Greece. <laughs> can I introduce you, interest you in? Uh, I don't know if that's real. The Would Temple you? of Athena. I've got this lovely gold statue. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Yeah. You have a receipt for it or anything? I don't know. I swear, that. Aristotle used to live in this house. <laughs> Well, isn't there – there's like a series on Discovery or Learning Channel, something weird. I think Trump's involved with it somehow, that they're putting a price tag on America. Word. And so they were going to like different cities and like different uh, historical landmarks. And it was like, all right, if – you know, how much would this building actually be worth? And all <laughs> oh, the weird. architecture and they use this kind of steel and blah, blah, blah. So if you were to build it today, it would be X you know, million dollars and you know this and that. And so he's basically wanting to put a price tag on – how much is the United States? Was he like a Chinese investor or something? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. No, I, see, I mean, it's just one of those stupid series. Then China will just show up and go, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> we get all of it, right? And your debt's forgiven. <laughs> we own everything now. You will have to change flags. <laughs> yeah, this nice, lovely red one. Yes. But yeah, well, there's so, already some red in ours, so yeah, I mean, it's not that big a change. It'll just be more red. It's just a redesign, like yeah. a team uniform. We've already got red and stars, so yeah. it's not yeah. a big deal. More red, less stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And no blue. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so Worf shows up at the kid's room, and he tells him that he's Klingon. And he's yeah. like, oh, we studied you in school. Yeah. And then he tells the, uh, do you know about death? And he's like, yeah, we studied that in school, too. Yeah. And I told Dennis, like, what are they going to, like, a Klingon death academy or some <laughs> shit? It's just ridiculous. It's the worst possible education. <laughs> <laughs> what are these? I mean, because I know in third grade you get calculus. Yeah. In Star, you know, in federation school so i guess by the time you're 12 which would be you know maybe like seventh eighth grade you're learning yeah. about klingons and death klingon history yes klingon death history yeah. it's like western civilization yeah we have to learn about i mean you'd have to learn something about other cultures i would think oh yeah, yeah. and I mean, you know you guys like all the major member races or whatever so i'm sure they have you know, vulcan history yeah. and they have, Kling they have history. klingon history month yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no, i mean i would think that they would have something about the klingons just for the fact that they were our enemies yeah. for so many years and now they're trying to kind of gloss over that so you change the curriculum to you know from there just you know chapter one of Klingon History Week was they're bad and then you move on <laughs> right and now it's like oh geez we gotta be nice with the Klingons so that's just you Ben it's a very <laughs> no. it's a very rich and full culture let's study about them now shan't we it's, it's gotta be like learning about the Germans or whatever and like it, you get to the 40s and you're like eh, some the 30s and 40s some stuff happened there yeah. there was they're awkward. cool now <laughs> well that was the problem when I was uh, stationed in Japan is that the uh, Japanese school books you know there were some troubles in the uh, early <laughs> 40s and yeah. then we moved on and they just kind of gloss over and, yeah. oh, there were some There were some troubles and an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> two, two of them. And then we moved on. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of glossing over. So maybe they gloss over this whole Klingon war. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it wasn't that major. I think maybe you might need to take these re-education classes. Yeah, Ben. You need Klingon sensitivity training. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sensitive to Klingons. You hate them. Yeah. That's a sense. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess the whole point Worf says is they need to bring some meaning to his mom's death because it was just senseless. It wasn't like she got killed by somebody; she just stepped on an old bomb and got died. blowed up. Yeah, yeah. So Troy goes and visits Picard and says that she's worried because 
Jeremy's got all this pent up anger, and Picard's like, "No, the boy's fine. <laughs> He's good. I, I just talked to him." Yeah. <laughs> We're not finished with that yet. I thought I talked to her. We were cool day la. I thought we were cool. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just his dead mom. I mean, yeah. big deal. Yeah. And like this all the time. I guess she's just worried that he's going to lash out and go on a Columbine range. Well, this something. is what I'll do. Just to, I'll blow up the ship so we're all dead. <laughs> and we don't have to worry about Jeremy anymore. Yeah. Does huh? that sound good, right? Huh? Everyone's huh? parents will be dead. <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on, let's go down. Let's go downstairs to the fun room. <laughs> Hello, Jordy. Hey, Jordy. What are Step you? Step aside. You know where we're going. Come on. <laughs> I do. What do you think? I came down here to see you, Jordy. Come on. <laughs> Ooh, did you guys refinish the button? It looks nice. <laughs> There's no handprint on it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Riker calls, and they've uh, detected this energy field on the planet. Word. And Troy senses a presence. She be sensing the shit out of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a presence on the ship, though. Word. Mm. Intruder. There is no intruder. There's just but a, there's presence. a presence. Yeah. Is it Christmas? Mm, maybe. Is she gonna get knocked up again? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she closes her legs real tight. <laughs> yeah. Fool me she, once. She never does that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So the next thing that happens is Wes goes down to talk to his mommy. They have such a weird relationship. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, who are you? Oh, hey, what's up? So They talk like a couple that broke up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a really weird, just kind of... It's very cold and distant. I get the yeah. vibe. This is the first time they've talked to each other in about a week. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, hey, how's school? Good? Oh, okay. We're, we're good, okay? Yeah. Too, not too many people died this week. <laughs> no. Well, somebody just died this morning, as a matter of fact. I did all I could. I yeah. mean, they were dead on arrival, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what the medical logs will less say. Less work for me. <laughs> yeah. They were going to die anyway once they were under her care. Yeah, everybody dies at some point. Yeah, we're all going to die eventually. She just was a little quicker than the rest yeah. of us. But yeah, yeah, they just have a really weird relationship. And then Beverly hits him with, well, you should go talk to that Jeremy kid. Yeah, because you both know about not having parents. Yeah. I mean, I'm practically <laughs> not here. I was gone for a whole year. <laughs> In the most important formative lo- uh, years of your life, <laughs> I wasn't here. So, uh, but Wes is kind of reluctant about it. He'll think about it, and he asks her if if she still thinks about her old husband, her dead husband, because he has trouble remembering his face, and she has trouble forgetting his face. Oh, so it's all about faces. Yeah, before she probably wakes up. With nightmares about it. I, yeah. Why would this face yeah. go away? <laughs> Why did I pay Picard to kill him? <laughs> oh, God. But this was an okay... I mean, like, I got what they were going for for this scene. You yeah. Know what I mean, it was good. They they did a good job with that, I thought. Yeah. Wesley... Because they, they've always kind of glossed over the fact that his dad is dead. Yeah. He doesn't really have any emotions about it, and this kind of shows it. he... You know, it's still beneath the surface, and something like this, whenever this happens, it always brings up those old feelings. Right. Sad feelings. Yep. Sad so sad. sad. This is a pretty feeling. sad episode, actually. It is. Yeah. You know, and then it doesn't get any better because then all of a sudden the dead kid's mom shows up on the, yeah, exactly. on the ship and, Mommy, you're back. They made a mistake. You're not dead. Yeah, because yeah, there's weird readings on the planet and then the antimatter pods start freaking out. But why not just show the kid the dead body? Like, look, that's not your mom. There she is right there all, yeah. all blowed up. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure they like, you can see her brain. Look, <laughs> they, they space cremated or something. Yeah, for you can't real. Just carry yeah. these bodies They've already shot her out into space. Yeah, yeah that she's, eyeglass cast. She's, she's, she's activate the tractor beam. Send her to Genesis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
So yeah, so she shows up playing hide and seek with him. Yeah. So which is really weird because he's watching the video of them like playing hide and seek yeah. or whatever, and well, I've been. And she comes and does the same thing. Makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. he just assumes that's her. Instantly, oh well, mom! You know, he's a little kid. It looks like he's not that little. I mean, well, he's twelve. I mean, if he didn't see a body, and now all of a sudden his mom's coming around the corner, and, and he's wearing some yeah, weird. That would be a really cruel joke to play on a twelve-year-old kid. Oh, I'm sorry, your mom's dead, and then she just walks in. <laughs> oh, you should have seen your face. You were so bummed out. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> you didn't even check. <laughs> oh man, we totally got you. <laughs> but I'm thinking mom is, like, really pissed. She's like, really? That's all the emotion you're going to show when you find out I'm dead? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm alone now. Well, I guess you will be. <laughs> Here's your shit. Get out. Do you like that Wesley kid? Good luck yeah. in school. Yeah. And so she tries to comfort him and convince him that he's that that's really her. He's a little suspicious, but... He, you can tell he really kind of wants to believe that that's really her. Of course yeah. you do. It's your dead mom. Yeah. So as soon as he buys it, she's like, okay, now we have to go. We have to go live on the planet. What? <laughs> what? what the hell? Man, we got to go live down there. Come on, kid. Let's go. It's <laughs> yeah. dangerous up here. <laughs> yeah. Where's your go bag? It's time to time to split. Seriously. I mean, you know, everybody you know is dead. This ain't a good place for you. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And just that moment, Worf comes in. And he sees her there. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> so he pulls out the smallest possible phaser that he can find. What's the standard phaser for that uniform? Is it? Yeah. It, it, there's a little pocket there that you can just... Is that the onboard phaser? Kind of, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because that was the, the bigger the clunky... One. They had the bigger clunkier the kind dustbuster. of... The yeah. Dustbuster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they actually... That's like the... Third season, they replaced the Dustbusters. They have the cool, sleek, big ones now, but... Mm. That's, that's the, I guess, the away team phaser... Thing or the, the bigger one. It's a situation. Or the, yeah, the danger Will Robinson phaser. Like right. when shit's gonna hit the fan, you need your bigger gun. Do they ever worry like if they shoot the phaser on the ship that it's gonna breach the hull? No, Maybe because uh, I think the ship actually deactivates phasers on board. Really? Yeah, you can. Hmm. And why would you have a phaser on board? Not when the Klingons are around, though, because those guys were shooting people. Right. I think, you, I think you can, like, I mean, they've threatened the to, to they, They've it. threatened to shoot the warp core, and they've never said those well, were... it wasn't a Starfleet issue phaser, was it? Uh, so it has to be a Starfleet phaser? I don't know. I'm just... This <laughs> inconsistent bullshit from 1989. I spent my life trying to explain away all the errors. The writers spent their time trying to, you know, mess with my head and go, Oh, last week we said it was this. Let's change it and see what Ben does. <laughs> if, a, if an 18-year-old kid can steal a shuttlecraft, I'm sure somebody can shoot a phaser on, yeah. the, uh, on yeah. the ship. But the ship also has... The card shot his uh, double. Right. But he's the captain. I'm sure he can override. Yeah. I just think that no, I, it, just I, would, it wouldn't breach because yeah. the hull's very thick. Well, even if it breached, you the have force the force fields. fields. Come up. Yeah. yeah. The hull and The emergency force fields. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm just going to take what Ben said and just flush it right down the toilet. Yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> there are too many examples of phasers being shot off yeah. <laughs> on the right. ship. Yeah. I know alarms go off if you fire one unauthorized, but... Yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Phaser fire detected in ship's galley. Phaser alarm. Phaser alarm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he he reports it to the bridge, and Picard tells him, don't do anything to provoke it. Hang on. Yeah. 
We'll figure this shit out. Don't. We've had like a string of godlike energy beings I know. You know, over the last few weeks. Yeah. So let's not piss this one off. <laughs> let's not be You'd off. figure they would have a procedure like mapped out. They're like, this happens way too often. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened with Kevin? We don't want that again. Yeah. Let's not get all Klingon y. <laughs> Try to piss this one off. Troy, do you hear music in your head? <laughs> no? Okay. Nice. Are you good? Me. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, pretend Aster takes Jeremy to the transporter room and tells O'Brien, hey, we're going down to the planet. <laughs> See? <laughs> and O'Brien's like, okay, bye. <laughs> no. And Picard, Worf, and Troy walk in, and uh, they try to explain to Jeremy, that's not your mama. That's not really her. But he doesn't, you know, he doesn't understand what the hell's going on. Well, because he wants to believe his mother's alive. Yeah. Right. So Worf doesn't have time for this shit, so he just grabs him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, that was probably the worst possible thing. Yeah. The worst no! possible person to do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, he's already, you know, yeah. secretly blaming War for killing his mom. And now right. he's like, drag you. Yeah. She's back, and you drug me away from her again. Yeah. He's trying to kidnap her. Way <laughs> to go, dick. <laughs> I want you all for myself. No, yeah. not again. <laughs> so while while the kid's not looking, he's struggling with War, she disappears. And so he's like, what did you do to her? <laughs> Was like, you nothing, killed nothing. her twice. <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien beamed her down. I know how transporters work. We learned about them in school, right after Klingons and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, Troy takes him out of the room, and he starts yelling at her for making his mom disappear. <laughs> what are you, some kind of fucking sick magician? <laughs> bring her back! Bring her back! <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to his room, and everything's changed. They're like a uh, house in the savannah. They're weird. <laughs> they're weird earth house with masks and weapons all over the place. Well, she was an archaeologist. Yeah, but it's a really weirdly designed house. Yeah. I mean, you've got like the big masks with the horns, and then the big swords on the wall, and then it looks very dangerous. Yeah, it looks there. like yeah. a really strange Great place to place raise for a, a child. child. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? that's probably how his father died. <laughs> I guess they explained that he got some kind of disease or something, but yeah, the Rushton infection. Yeah, something she brought back from one of her yeah. expeditions. Hey, these knives are really pointy. Ow! My <laughs> yeah. finger. <laughs> oh, infection, death. <laughs> we just learned about that in school. Check out this cool poison dart I found. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Get real close to it. No closer. 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 Ow! Get close enough. <laughs> Too close. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Very, very weird place. I, is the cat dead too? Because you don't see the cat anywhere. <laughs> it shows up in the <laughs> in yeah. the room. Patches. I assume that Patches is also dead. Oh, Patches! <laughs> you gotta help us through. Which out on my you, Patches? first pet's name too. Yeah, Patches. I'm the pet. It's good to see that pets' names haven't evolved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Patches. Yeah. That, that's a. It's stand. my pet cat, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. my. Pet well, I mean, you cat. see Spot later too. Yeah. When Jordy. That's what I'm saying. Or Data gets it's his. It's my pet. Cat. My pet cat, Molar. <laughs> <laughs> Molar, I think he was uh, on he he was on He Man. Yeah, we spell that with a K (laughs) and a backwards W. (laughs) Wait, I know. No, 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 that's not backwards. No, no, now it's backwards. Backwards. (laughs) That that took a minute. I I literally had to pause, run that through my head. Take this W, put it in the mirror. What do you see? Mm. It's backwards. It's very difficult to pronounce. (laughs) 
You really have to put marbles in your mouth if you want to pronounce it properly. Instead of what? Old Troy's very good at it. (laughs) (laughs) She invented it. The backwards W. (laughs) It sounds a lot like the the backwards capital Y. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, pretend Marla Astor is back. And she explained she just wants to make Jeremy happy. Yeah, it's, it's like they did like one of those Thai ABC shows where they come back and they help the dead kid family. Yeah. We're going to make your quarters look just like your old dead parents' house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone from the neighborhood's going to help. Yeah. Extreme makeover. <laughs> Move, Dad. <laughs> Shuttlecraft. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jeremy wants to believe it's real. He's pretty angry. And it's patches. This kid is fucked yeah, up, though. My mom's yeah. back. My cat's back. Yeah. This kid is going to be a murderer. All the weird yeah. statues and swords are back. <laughs> if my dead dad could come back, then everything would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. That, that was their failing. If they brought his dead dad back, yeah. that, that would have sealed it and he'd have gone to the planet with him. Yeah. I get mom and dad. This is a weird situation. Yeah. This kid's going to be really fucked up. Yeah. So Troy reports what's happening to Picard. And he tells her to stay there. Just watch what happens. Yes. Just don't do anything. Yeah. This clearly isn't going well. Yeah. You're certainly not qualified to handle this situation. <laughs> Some weird alien-like space entity is recreating things on a whim. Yeah. And you barely speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a very good counselor. Just show him your boobs. Yeah, yeah. You're sensing a lot of things today, but I sensed half of them myself. <laughs> Data. A blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Drawing. <laughs> <laughs> and so Data uh, detects that there's energy coming from the planet that's feeding these these hologram projections. So uh, Jordy thinks that if they match the shield frequency with the antimatter pods, then it should cut off the energy. Word. Yeah. So they do it. And I would love so much just to look when when, Dave, when Jordy said that just go word yeah. <laughs> word for reals <laughs> oh yeah totes captain <laughs> captain I think we should uh, match the frequency of the shield word <laughs> make it so <laughs> yeah and it totally works. <laughs> So they think, problem solved, right? Uh, yeah, totally. We're so great. But then this uh, strong energy burst comes from the planet. And they try to run away, which is a Picard maneuver. Yes. But uh, it hits the ship. Oh! And it goes to the transporter <laughs> room. And uh, it's totally like Ghostbusters. Yeah, it is. It's very Ghostbusters. It's like Slimer coming after O'Brien. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> Oh, let me duck. <laughs> I always feel bad for actors when they have to do that. Yeah. Because there was nothing there, so... Yeah. You know, I don't even think they had a tennis ball. No. Yeah, it was just like, all right, now it's to just the left. Pretend. Now it's yeah. to the right. Now it's to the left. Yeah. Now it's right in your face. Duck! Now, oh, yeah. to the left, to the right. I love the way how, like you said, in, even in Ghostbusters and stuff, and when, when these space entities come on the Enterprise, if you duck, it just doesn't see you. It just goes right by. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Like yeah. it, it doesn't stop and turn around and go, dude, you just don't. I know where you <laughs> yeah. are. I can see you. Yeah. <laughs> like energy beings can't control their momentum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no brakes. <laughs> right I guess I'll just keep way. going forward. <laughs> Maybe it's like a shark. It has to keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. 
and always moving. Yeah, yeah. they have a swim bladder, and it doesn't have a uh, like a, a good turn radius, so it can't yeah. just. It has to go all the way around the saucer <laughs> section to come back and get you. <laughs> Stay there, I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> Here I am. You're shit, gone. Shit, I didn't slow down. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Just keeps getting faster and faster and faster. But it's cool though. I mean, it's yeah. and it's kind of got like a predator thing to it too because it didn't do anything to O'Brien, but the two guys that showed up with guns, yeah, it kicked their ass. Yeah, knocked now, them down. Did those guys die? No, no, I just uh, they just got down. like shocked. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you saw their skull. Everyone <laughs> did, or just like you saw a brief flash of that. I was like, oh, these guys are dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, Picard's gonna have to tell two more kids. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I'm sorry. Gold shirt, Steve is. Go talk to Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy will talk to Wes, and Wes will talk to Riker, and then I don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know why didn't they have Riker go talk to these? Kids, young boys. Yeah, who it's not his job. He knows what it's like, but it's still not his job. It's not his job. That's the captain's responsibility. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, to counsel them. Well, to counsel them, sure. Maybe. Well, then what's Troy there for then? Nothing. I can't. And eat. she lost her father. They. Everybody does though. They all lost. Yeah. So why can't she do it? Because she sucks. <laughs> That's what made her popular with Riker. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this thing's running rampant around the ship. And uh, Picard, Geordi, and Worf decide that uh, they got to go take on this energy, like figure out what's going on here. Yes. So they shut down all the transporters, and Astro will have to find a, another way to get down to the planet. Probably steal a shuttlecraft, I imagine. That would work for me. Easy. Yeah. So the... Uh, they have these force fields in the corridor to block her off so she can't get away with Jeremy. And they're far enough apart where you think you're going to escape. Yeah. Like, they don't do it instantly, but it's like, oh, I think you're going to get out. No, you're not. So just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's about know, three meters. Yeah, now go the other way. Look at him right into the, the wall again. Yeah. I think they're like major bulkhead intersections or something is where they'll have the... They don't just have like force fields every... I just like it better for feet. the practical joke aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like a side benefit. Yeah. That you're going to escape. No, you're not. It'd be like uh, in Scooby-Doo when they're trying to run away from the monster and they <laughs> see another monster and they turn around and go back to the first one. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Picard shows up. Uh, we're looking real stiff. Like, I think he hurt his back or something. I'll have to have Crusher take a look at that. No, no, because I'll be dead. <laughs> I'll just deal with it. <laughs> I have some Motrin. I'll take some space pills. <laughs> That's all she's going to give me anyway. Everybody really just walks stuff off <laughs> on the ship. Ow. Don't Ow. see Crusher. Ow. Just walk Ow. it off. It'll be cool. Beverly, what's wrong with your back? Sean Luke? No, nothing. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I have some new shoes that I'm trying to break in. <laughs> Can I? No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody's going to the holodeck recreating yeah. like the original Enterprise so they can get McCoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holodeck medicine. That's why they came up with the uh, the doctor. Medical, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of Crusher. Yeah. It's like we really don't know anything about medicine. <laughs> Complete ineptitude. Yeah. There's way too much human error. We'll give you some sedatives for that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. We'll just put you in a coma until you get better. <laughs> we'll just freeze you it's until like it's cryogenics. <laughs> yeah, totally. We'll just put you in a medical induced coma yeah. until we find something that will cu- will cure you. Are you familiar with Ted Williams? Because <laughs> right. yeah. he's on the fourth deck. Yeah. Just ahead, though, it's weird. Yeah. Right next to the Disney display. Because everything they've tried to do 
medically on Star Trek Next Generation has kind of backfired. Failed. It's backfired, but it works out in the end because yeah. it has to. Except for when Pulaski's there because she actually heals people. Yeah, because she's a real doctor. Yeah. yeah. She's been doing it for decades. 800 years. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it's, it's like the Navy because we used to joke that, you know, where do the doctors that get C's in medical school go? Yeah. The Navy? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Navy so, doctors are terrible. So, you know, well, I'm sure there has to be a good ones somewhere, but and I don't want to offend anybody, but anyway, yeah. they were really bad. No, it's bad. fine. Offend away. So one of the things I was fortunate with uh, when my daughter was uh, gestating and being born, um, her doctor was a real doctor from, you know, Harvard Medical and all this. Right. And so her husband was like a colonel or a general or some shit, and so she would just follow him around to his duty stations right. and then get jobs at the local the medical. medical. Oh, that's because, cool. And yeah. so, I mean, it was great for, for her because, you know, she got to travel. It was great for the military because we get a real doctor. <laughs> I like how you right. call her a real doctor as compared to the Navy, the Navy doctor. doctor. <laughs> well, no, and, and that's why I, I think maybe that's the difference between Crusher and Pulaski. Crusher is a military doctor or Starfleet doctor, right. you know, their version of a military doctor. Yeah. And Pulaski was like an actual doctor who just kind of went into Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So she's like a real she had her own practice and she decided to go out. I want to see the universe. Yeah. I want to get banged by a lot of guys. <laughs> Klingons, yeah. Kyle Riker, Klingons. Yeah. Mm. Mm, that sounds fun. <laughs> sounds like a good plan. So yeah. she's a, you know, that. so when you said real doctor, that made me, you know, go off on that tangent. But yeah, that that explains it all now. I've worked it out in my head that, you know, Crusher's a Starfleet doctor and Pulaski's a real doctor. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. So, uh, so Picard's talking to Jeremy and saying, so, how you doing? <laughs> Is everything okay? Cool, yes, your parents are dead. Yeah. <laughs> parents still dead? Yeah. <laughs> How's that going for you? Yeah. Okay, good, just checking. Yeah. And, uh, he tries to get Troy to take Jeremy away so he can just talk to the alien, you know, man to energy life form. But uh, <laughs> well, I was an energy life form once. Yeah, he was. It was totally <laughs> awesome. I shot myself out into space. <laughs> we have lots to talk about. Exactly. He could. He should be able to relate. You would think. But no. And uh, the pretend aster won't leave Jeremy alone. And in engineering, Jordy sees like the blue lightning. The energy is like reading everything in there. You know, it's going to school on the Enterprise. Is it learning about death and Klingons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's all it learned about. Yeah. And so uh, it figures out a way to turn back on the transporters. So Jordy disables the manual override, and shuts them back down again. But that'll only stop them for a, a matter of time. Yeah. Eventually they have to deal with the situation of this uh, Just pretend Just the after. circuit breaker. Yeah. You think shut down the ship. Just reboot, reboot it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Picard talks to Aster and... And she explains that the planet down below used to have two species living on it. One were these energy beings, and the other were these the other matter were beings. They were matter beings. Yes, and they Whatever destroyed the themselves. Yeah, that's, what, that's what matter beings do. Yes. <laughs> we're great at it. They done blowed each other up. Yeah. And so the energy beings decided that they would never let anything happen on that planet like that again. That, you know, any kind of violence or anything, they would try to stop. So I guess once you evolve to the energy being stage, right? They've you're, ascended. You're generally beyond the. 
Nice Stargate reference. Yeah. But you're beyond the uh, <laughs> the whole killing things for fun stuff. Right. Yeah, they were just trying to be nice in a really creepy and ill-conceived fashion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I guess this didn't really dawn on me until we were watching it the second time. But uh, I guess after Aster blew herself up, the energy beings went and dug up all those proximity all, sensors because yeah. so th- they were all buried in there. Yeah. So good looking out, energy beings. Yeah. yeah too, look- too bad you did it. Now yeah, instead of like a week ago, exactly. yeah. you know what happened? It probably got lost in the energy beam bureaucrat. <laughs> Nothing is like they're like, we'll get to it. We'll get, nobody's coming here. Oh shit, I, Bill! I told you, energy Bill! I told you to dig up those goddamn fucking landmines. I was going to fucking hate energy Bill. Fucking energy Bill! You're such so an lazy. asshole. Great, now we got to deal with this fucking kid. Gonna, do you know how to raise a human boy? Because I have no idea, Energy Bill. But now we have to try. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn it. Now I'll have to steal his iPad and recreate all the things we see in this video. <laughs> Who decorated this place? <laughs> <laughs> Who put swords on the wall? Really? What a fucking ugly cat. Jesus. <laughs> okay, Energy Bill, you have to be the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, dick face. <laughs> Yeah, so they're, they're not going to allow any more suffering. No. So they want to make Jeremy happy. He can come live on our planet. We'll give him everything he needs. Fake friends, you know. That sounds fake cool. Fake parents. That sounds cool. A fake cat. Jeremy seems cool with and it. And he's like, yeah, man, fuck, none of these things are going to die on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Energy beings usually have a long life, so I, I, I'll be good. Yeah. So Picard calls Worf and tells him to bring Wes down. Of course. Call him the expert. Of course. <laughs> the expert on teenage angst. And jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to... Jeremy, one day, will wear the reggae shirt. Yeah, totally, so. dude. They, uh, he argues with the entity about what kind of life that they can give Jeremy. Because they don't really understand human beings and what a human boy needs. Mm-hmm. But neither does Picard, though, so it's, it's <laughs> exactly. kind of ironic. Yeah. But Troy asks him, you know, are you going to give him, you know, friends... And yes. life experiences and sure. a career. Sure. Are any of those on his iPad? Because we can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could just, he could just say what he wants to be. Exactly. It's like you found the genie yeah. on the deserted island. I want to be the center fielder it. for the, the the London Knights. Yeah. Okay, done. Now you're the <laughs> yeah. 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 So it doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. Pretty tempting. Could be worse. Yeah. You could have two dead parents. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, while all that's happening, Wes and Worf show up. And uh, Wes basically tells him how, uh, you know, his feelings when his dad died, and he hated Picard. He was really mad at him at yeah. the beginning because, why did you come back and why didn't my dad come back? Yeah, totally. Why did you have to kill him? Yeah. It seems like this is the first time Picard's hearing a lot of this, yeah. too. Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah. It could be the first time that he cares. It felt a lot like a uh, Oprah episode. Yeah, it, was a doctor, it was totally Doctor. It was a Dr. Yeah, Phil Dr. episode. Phil. Yeah. He's yeah. way to describe it. And how did that make you feel, Wesley? Yeah. Mm. And it's almost like Wesley just kind of came to a lot of these realizations just recently. Like, okay, now I have to talk yeah. to this kid. Let me think about how I felt. Oh, yeah, I was really pissed off at Picard. Yeah. yeah. And I've been suppressing that now for, you know, yeah. 13 years. Well, it's not like he had a, a parental figure to talk to or no, anything about his feelings. So. Yeah. She was too busy trying to find uh, yeah. Mr. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's cool, too, because Wesley has constant Terrence Howard face like he's gonna burst into tears at any moment like he just looks like he's gonna cry yeah he just shows up and he's like mm-hmm, yeah I'm gonna so sad yeah so then uh, Dr. Phil turns to Jeremy he's like so, so don't you hate somebody too son don't you hate as well yes. Jeremy 
Yep, and he hates Worf. Isn't the person you hate in this room with a weird forehead (laughs) by the door? Yeah. Mr. Ingong Clay. (laughs) Ben Ben doesn't like him either. Yes. Mm, He's wearing some kind of metal sash. I think you just learned about him in school. He's he's the only one in here wearing yellow. (laughs) But it looks nice on him because he's got a good skin tone for it. I'm pointing at Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jeremy totally blames Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid finally cries. Yeah. Finally cries about his mom's death. Yeah. Took him like 31 minutes, 32 minutes to cry about his mom's death. Yeah. Why did you come back and not my mom? I think they finally found the eye drops. Yes. <laughs> so Worf, I would have loved Wolf to go, well, I was... Three meters ahead of her. That's why I came yeah. back. <laughs> hey, you can't blame a guy three meters away. Yeah, you, if your mom wasn't seriously, so, she wasn't so fucking slow. <laughs> I told that bitch to run. <laughs> she was only three meters faster. <laughs> but Worf tells him about how his parents died in battle. Yeah, of course. A lot of dead parents. Yeah, and he says, you know, we can bond. Word we'll be like brothers. The word. Yeah. Seems like if I was a little kid and somebody just said, We can bond. I'm like, what? Yeah. It always it seemed really creepy throughout the episode. Mom told like, me yeah. to, to call a responsible adult if someone <laughs> ever said that. And it's not like Worf knows this kid. I mean they tried to paint it like Worf knew the archaeologist kind of best. I guess if that makes sense. Well, I think he just felt responsible because he led the away team. Like I don't even really believe that he knew Aster that well. I don't know. I, I don't think so. It didn't seem know. like he knew. Yeah. He just felt responsible because yeah. he led the away team. But it seems like a really big responsibility just bonding with this kid. Yeah. yeah. But that's the Klingon way. I guess. Yeah. But I guess in the Klingon culture, it makes sense because, I mean, you think about all the dead parents. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you, you know what I mean? Like it yeah, may- they should have a ceremony like this. Yeah. Because these orphans have to be brought into a new house, you know, the house of Moog or the house of Duras mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. They got to bring in new people because they built your house. Then yeah. your house is more powerful. Yeah. Right. So I mean, and plus these are going to be better warriors because they they've got a lot of anger and yeah, stuff toward and no whoever. attachments. Yeah. <laughs> right. That mm-hmm. I mean, you're bringing somebody in that already that's got some issues, and yeah. we see how effective that is on the Enterprise to yeah. have as many you know fracked up uh, family situations as possible in one place. Yeah. See. So it makes sense. Klingons are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally ele- elevates this episode. Yeah. So yeah, so pretend Aster leaves because she sees that, that Jeremy's gonna be okay. Yeah, he's gonna make it. So he's the people on the ship that care about him. I guess. And we were just looking yeah. for an excuse not to raise this little brat because. <laughs> God. Yeah. So then uh, Worf bonds with Jeremy. Yes. That's a little ceremony. Gives, like him, gives him his sash. The weirdest birthday you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they touch candles. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute. We're married? What the fuck yeah. happened? No, no. We're brothers. Brothers. Well, brothers in Klingon is marriage. What the fuck? No. I didn't sign up for this. Now, here's my thing, though, is that, okay, so now he's part of the House of Moog. Mm-hmm. Right. He's basically Worf's brother. Yeah. And we never hear of him again. Well, do you, well, I don't know if you were watching it, but at the end of the episode, it said, after all this happened and they bonded and they said their Klingon phrase, cock, talk, talk, talk. Yeah. It said in, like, little blueprint, Jeremy was killed. <laughs> Shortly nine days later, <laughs> Jeremy died oh. in a turbolift accident. In a freak holodeck accident. He was to do the cal- calisthenics yeah. program. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> he died on level two. Yes, he, uh, whoops. <laughs> Never again. He did the tea ceremony. 
<laughs> we'll never forget the Assers. Yes. How they all died bravely <laughs> because of Worf. Yeah. So there you go. That's what happens. Yeah. That just would have been nice. It's like, you know, yeah, you're my brother, and, and he's basically like a quasi-son to him, and then Alexander shows up and... He just forgets about, like, AI. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. I love AI. Yeah. And like, his real brother shows up later. I mean, you know, so it's just... There's all kinds of stuff. Like, I think it would have been great to have Jeremy Astor come back. Like, if there was an eighth season, mm-hmm. come back as a villain, like... Because Worf was supposed to be his brother, but he didn't look out for him. Right. You know, obviously, he was off the ship. He doesn't have any family anymore. Well, no, he's got his uncle and aunt on Earth. Yeah. And he was going to go live with. Yeah, but it's like Harry Potter. you know. Well, that's probably with, what happened. He's living underneath the stairs. <laughs> I imagine that's what happened. Like, Worf bonded with the kid, and then they sent him back to Earth. Because there's yeah. no yeah. reason for him to be there. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah. No, that, he, they That'd be really creepy, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And then every now and then, he probably gets like a letter from Worf for like a space transmission. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm just assuming. Cause Worf yeah, you, you get like a Christmas Worf doesn't card seem like the letter kind. That's just, no, I'm just that saying. So funny I, mean, like, I, I imagine Worf would kind of stay in contact with the boy somehow. Yeah. Well, whenever his Facebook notification came up, he yeah. like, oh, it's Jeremy Astor's birthday. Uh, oh, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, brother. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean that at all. Yeah. I have a script that automatically does that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize your birthday is the same star date as the day your mom died. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know. Well, it, they're... They do mention him in uh, some of the novelizations. Oh, that's cool. I, I saw that, yeah. that they mentioned. Well, I think they mention Marla Astor when Worf wants to kill himself because his back is broken. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. When Riker gives him that speech. That's right, yeah. About all the other yeah. crewmen who've died. Yeah, yeah. I think he brings up. Well, Astor. the novelizations have uh, the kid becoming friends with the Roshinkos. Ah, oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Worf's Earth family. Oh, so. that's cool. But that, none of that's canon, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it never happened. Uh, never. Nope. No, I mean, you just chalk Jeremy up to Space Alien of the Day. Yeah. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. You'll never see him again. Okay, great. Goodbye. Yeah. Nice knowing you. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> You're <laughs> lucky you got off the ship alive. Yeah. So that's and welcome it. to the fold, Ronald Moore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the episode. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was episode was later on in the series, yeah, the, but they're all going to do that. that yeah. yeah. From now on, third season is... is Wait, wasn't this later? Yeah. I mean, it was like a six. Some of it was goofy. You know, like, it was weird that everybody knew the bonding, exactly what it was. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. weird that Troy sensed a lot of stuff. Like, she sensed everything happening. Right. But, I mean, it was it was, it was was a good episode. Like, it was well done. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's like a five and a half for me. Like, cause it was not a bad story, but some of the acting was a little oh, The kid was stiff. awful. I just Wesley was really annoying to me in this episode because he was just I don't know he was just aggravating. I yeah, mean, he always dads. is, but yeah, he had puppy dog face the whole time. Like he was adopt me, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he was, yeah. The kid was terrible though. If they would have got a better child actor, it might have been a better yeah. episode. But Dennis and I were talking, and all the kid actors on Star Trek are always terrible. Yeah, they're all yeah. they're like little adults. Yeah, it's stupid. Right, but this is the twenty fourth century. I don't care. You've you got to be prepared for the hard life that's coming. Yeah, if you but you've got to cast better. You still can't be that emotionally mature at you know, 12. 12 years old yeah. that your parents are going to die. You're like, oh, how'd they die? Well, he, oh, okay. He that's kind of already that sucks. I'm all alone now. <laughs> Shit happens. Well, I mean, you oh, know. damn it. He, he kind of already two dealt with, you know. Yeah, he already dealt with dad dying. Yeah, but it doesn't make it easy. And so maybe that's yeah. when he was, like, really upset and emotional and stuff, and mom just beat that out of him. That's not how we deal with death. Uh, he's Wire coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> he's very cold. He's very cold. 
Yeah, the kid's very cold and kind of detached. So I mean, maybe I'm. But seriously though, that might be how he he did go dark because yeah. of his dad. Like we've been... seen we've seen videos with his mom and dad when they're both still alive, but we haven't right. seen any videos of what happened after his dad was dead. Right. Or really any kind of. You know how long ago was that? Did they? Did five they years ago. Five years. Five years. Yeah. So he was seven. They really didn't change very much. No. Like he looked the same at twelve as he did at Maybe seven. Maybe he's got some kind of weird aging disease. Aging disease. Yeah. Like yeah. Benjamin Button. Maybe he's a clone. Yeah. He, he'll look exactly like he did in this episode when we see him again in fifteen years. Yeah, that was a weird jumpsuit he had on too, man. Yeah. Weird jumpsuit. Yeah. I don't think they really ever figured out. Civilian clothes? No. In Star Trek? No. It was just all over the place. Yeah. I mean, Why not just let him wear blue jeans? Riker had a, a couple of good outfits. Yeah. You know, where he'd be out on a date or something, and he'd have his little tunic or Sash. whatever. <laughs> and I think on Voyager, uh, when you said blue jeans, uh, Tom Paris actually did do a couple of oh, episodes yeah. in blue jeans, because he was all about, you know, the 20th century was like his favorite Oh, that's cool. Subject or whatever. That's a good way to get around shit and like so that. And so he would too. do holodeck programs, and so he'd be in jeans and That's a weird, though. That would be like if somebody was walking around like in a powdered wig or, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're Civil War reenactors. Yeah. 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 Well, but they don't go shopping Earth in that getup, though. Right. Well, apparently you've never been to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> they still think they're fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But when Sherman comes back this way, we're going to get him. We're going to get that son bitch. He's got to come out Savannah sometime. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and when he does... So what would you think, Ben? I'd give it a five. Five? I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. There was enough, you know, stuff that kind of put me off or just distracted me. Like this, the we mentioned the scene with Worf and the candle. Yeah. When it's just like, and wait. What? Wait, was there more? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Things like that just kind of... Threw me off or whatever. I actually kind of like that scene. I don't know why. I guess it was just kind of this little mysterious Klingon ritual. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was kind of cool. Well, see, just, well it, in the beginning of the episode, though, it was just kind of weird because you just see more. him there, like putting out the candle with a knife. And you're like, right now, if they cut to here? a scene with somebody else reacting to the death, you know, like you know, if it was like a montage scene of art, yeah, this is how yeah. Worf is dealing with it. This is how Data, and this is. But instead, you cut to that scene with uh, Riker and Data at the bar. Yeah. And it it didn't seem like oh and this is how they're dealing with you know it might have made more so. sense it, it might have made more sense though like if Worf they had that scene with Worf with the candles and the knife and right. then he goes and meets up with Troy and they start talking about it and then he brings in brings up I want to do the bonding yeah like oh that's what he was just doing yeah See, right. Right. it's uh, it's so much time that passes and so many things that happen between those it two events that disjointed. yeah I I agree with that but I think the scene with Data and Riker was a good kind of no, how it, he's dealing with it yeah uh, but I mean it did, but even that wasn't the next scene no you know, it the wasn't. next scene was Picard and Troy in the turbo lift yeah. going to go tell Jeremy that his mommy's dead hey sorry yeah <laughs> yeah so well that is how Picard wants to deal with death is by trying to avoid <laughs> taking talking responsibility, to yeah, talking to the families. Oh, he'll take yeah. responsibility. That I is mean, the that is the one that's cool why suicidal. <laughs> that's the one cool aspect of the show, though, with with Picard is they they constantly show you how awkward he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in in daily kind of human interactions, like when it comes to being a captain and I guess like kind of like a like, casual like friend, a diplomat a and stuff like that. Yeah, and even like a casual friend to some extent, he's he's fine. But when it comes to like real kind of Emotions mm-hmm. and interactions. So he's so just. Well, that's why he's so good as a captain. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't burn cycles on uh, the stupid petty human interactions. Even stuff. his his social events aren't things where you can interact. Like he likes fencing. 
yeah. and horseback riding, where you can't really carry on a conversation doing either one right. of those things. It's just things you know? that he can do by himself. Yeah, like other people pa- can like join painting. him in. Like, he likes painting later on. Yeah. He starts painting. Like, you can fence with somebody, but you're not going to be talking about, you know, like, the ball game the night before or whatever yeah, while yeah, you're doing yeah. it. You're just there to fence, and then he's like, all right. to do. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. yeah. He's very distant, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think his character and Worf always are kind of the most consistent ones. Yeah. Like, their they're, they're kind of, their attitudes and their their, their characteristics and their, their motives are always kind of the same. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, but everybody else is just kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this is probably a five and a half for me. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I like the concept, but the execution could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I mean, it's it was Ronald Moore's first script. I'm sure he sees this episode and it's like, oh my god, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> now, doesn't Ronald Moore go on to basically his whole purpose in life is to write stories about space Jesus? Yes. Okay, that's... Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Battlestar Galactica is just about space Jesus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and space politics. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, he, yeah. do you write some great... TNG sexy episodes. Cylons. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we wouldn't have had Sexy Cylons without TNG. Yeah. If he hadn't have been so successful in TNG, yeah. he wouldn't have had the weight to to pull that. I'm sure somebody else would have thought of Sexy Cylons, though. I don't know. They, they would have probably just went toaster version. No, I think... I mean, I think the way that syndicated television was kind of going, I think you would have seen Sexy Cylons. I mean, when you see, like, T'Pol in the... In the decontamination chamber. Well, I think you would have. Yeah. I, I think you could have had. Well, seven and nine. You know. Yeah, seven and nine. You know. I you, just don't think some. I don't think. I don't think they would have gone the direction that they went. They, you would have had the sexy time on amongst the humans, but you wouldn't have had so much the sexy Cylons. No, I don't know. Well, it would have been a completely different show then, because so much of the show was who is a Cylon. You can't yeah, tell who's humans. a Cylon. You know. Ooh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the. Uh, the uh, what they did in the Marvel, the, the scroll invasion. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe this is like I mean, if you look at the old horror movies from not to go completely off subject, but the old horror movies. So that's kind of what we do here. <laughs> in in the fifties, right? There was a lot of the you don't know who the enemy is because there was the the red threat. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. was is your neighbor a communist? Ooh, and then they would make the sci-fi movie of is your you know neighbor the neighbor alien? The alien? And it was just a, a thinly veiled metaphor for you know communism taking over and infiltrating. So maybe that's why science fiction. Recently, like with Battlestar Galactica, went to who is a Cylon because is your neighbor a terrorist? Is your neighbor space Jesus? You don't know. And so, I mean, it could have that same sociological reaction. Makes sense. But I definitely, I mean, I just think when you look at TV, especially like syndicated TV, network TV is guilty of it, but not as blatantly. It's it's kind of like sex sells at this point. You know what I mean? Like. It's unnecessarily sexy, I think, at times. It's kind of weird. Right. So, I don't know. You might have ended up with sexy Cylons. And they turned what's-his-name into a chick. Starbuck. Uh, Starbuck. Was it? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite pictures uh, when they first started filming is they did the interview with the original Starbuck and the new Starbuck uh-huh. at Starbucks. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> they got a picture of the two of them sitting at Starbucks with that's cigars. Cool. That's so it's Starbuck and Starbuck at Starbucks. That's funny. <laughs> So, all right, well, that's the episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, good stuff, yeah. as always. The Dork Shark Podcast is great. Critically, critically acclaimed. <laughs>
Fantastic. I'm going to say critically acclaimed. Yeah. I was talking to bigwigs yesterday in the uh, communications field, <laughs> professors at u- major universities. Oh, well. Yes, that don't even like Star Trek, but they love the show. You know, uh, awesome. just over the past week, I've met people that have told me, yeah, I listen to the podcast. Don't really like Star Trek, but I listen to it. It's because it's funny. Yeah. Because we're great. Yeah, we're great. You you guys don't let me nerd it up. Well, we nerd it up to some extent, but I mean, you know, we don't want to be one of those podcasts. (laughs) I mean, because there's a place for those. And they do it better than us. They do it better than we would. We would really suck if we tried to be that hyper-technical, because you do all the talking. It'd just be one person. I think it'd be a much better episode. (laughs) You would have to do your own podcast by yourself. Oh, maybe I will. This this is the band (laughs) hyper-technology Technology episode. I'll, I'll have Dork Trek 2.0. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, do what you got to do. That'll be a lonely, the lonely, lonely Dork show. Trek. <laughs> the Lonely Planet. Dork Trek after Dark. Uh, dork Trek solo mission. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, download the show, tell a friend it's good stuff, and that's the show. Thanks, and we'll be back on Wednesday. Mm-hmm.